1: I'm Steve Post with Wing Nation, and this is a driving salute to champions. On this episode, we're talking the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association. The Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association was founded going into the 2010 season, so 11 years of providing racing. And the series was looking to promote sprint car racing within a couple of hours of Charleston, West Virginia. So, we're talking West Virginia, Southern Ohio is what we're talking about. They also were a bunch of sprint car lovers who wanted to promote sprint car racing in an area that's traditionally known for other forms of racing, i.e., the dirt late models. And here we are, 11 seasons in, and the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association has found a home in those racetracks in that area. When we look at the 2021 season, 15 races were completed. It started and ended started in April and ended in October at Ohio Valley Speedway in Washington, West Virginia. And when it was all said and done, it was youngster Tyler Street winning the championship. We'll talk to Tyler in just a moment, moment on our driving Salute to Champions.
2: Pride.
0: Passion. Performance.
1: We are, we are, we are Team Drydeen. It is our Dean salute to champions, the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association, 15 race season, and when we got done with it, it was Tyler Street with the championship. He joins us now via Zoom call. Hello, Tyler. Welcome into Wing Nation. Hello. Thank you guys for having me on. Dude, congratulations. What's it like to win a championship for your for your tour up there? Thank you. Uh, I'll put it in perspective. Of, I didn't really expect
2: to be having a championship run. I didn't right. think about it at all. Uh, I mean, our main goal for the season was just to have, try to get five wins. And that was my main goal. But the championship, it just kind of snuck itself in there. And it was, hey, you got a chance at it. Maybe I'll just go after it. And, you know, our full team, our family owned team, we just put a full season together and just went right towards it so it was, it's amazing uh something I never would have expected at all
1: was there a point during the season where you realized that hey this is this is a realistic shot that we have at this thing uh I'd say like the last five races or
2: so uh we started going to other tracks and it was just one of those that you know we had to start getting on our a game and we start finding some good, really good speed towards the end of the season again and uh it was just you know, looking at the points, you're worried a little bit, but also still seeing that you know I'd have a I had a hundred point lead at one point, and that was just really cool to see that. Uh, but I, towards the end, it was getting a little scary because uh, Corey Crabtree finished second. I mean, there was some tracks at the end; those those were his tracks, not compared to my tracks at all. And it's just new tracks; i was going out and learning, and it was tough to do that. But uh, he he kept me on my toes. It was for sure; I had to be on my toes at the end there.
1: What's it, what's it like for a young sprint car racer to go out and what, what's that like? We always talk to the veterans about when you go to a new track, what's it, what's it like for a young guy with a family team going into a new track? How do you guys approach those tracks?
2: Uh, we kind of look back on, you know, what about this track? You know, is this something similar to it or, you know, just looking at some of those or, you know, we've been looking up uh, YouTube videos and looking at old YouTube videos to see about the old race tracks, you know, what they used to look like, you know, and going off of that. And then uh, we have a good buddy of ours, Hud Horton, that he's very well known in the 360s and stuff. And he's been helping with us on gearing. And you know, if he's ran it before, we kind of go off of that. But as a youngster, it's just kind of one of those things you just toss yourself out there and see what happens. And you, you got to find your limits for
1: you. Love that, I really do. Now you're making this sound, family ran the whole season and everything was good and rolling along. And it, and it was, if you had a good season, there's no denying it. But somewhere along the way this summer, In a non-racing accident, you broke your (laughs) foot. How did you do that, first off?
2: So we had practice and qualifying, and we went qualifying, went down in the infield, and it was after qualifying was all done, I sat on the side of the car, and I know I've done that quite a bit, nothing, you know, that it was nothing to worry about. And when we were pushing back up out of the racetrack because it was down in the infield, and uh, I caught my foot in between the header and the nerf bar and the racetrack. And it just rolled it completely under. And the last thing I remember telling my parents, I said, I could feel my toes touching the very bottom of my foot. And it was just, it's one of those things that I just never thought would ever happen. And it happened. And it's one of those things now that everybody constantly tells you, make sure both feet are in the car instead of out of the car this time. So,
1: so, so you, you, you went to a doctor, you got diagnosed with bruising, you went to another doctor. It took like three or four times, but they found the breaks in your foot, right?
2: Yeah, I had three x-rays done and I was supposed to have an appointment uh, my last time and they were going to diagnose it. And they're like, well, how about we do an MRI? And then I got my MRI done and I was back walking on regular shoes and back in socks and all that. I was like, I don't hurt that bad. You know, I'm not taking any painkills or anything like that. And I got the MRI done and then the next day I had another appointment. And they're like, uh, you shouldn't even be walking at all. You know, you shouldn't be doing anything. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't feel any pain. I said, and, you know, the doctor asked if I got a high pain tolerance. I said, no, I said, I can tell you I was in a lot of pain when it happened. And I was shocked when the MRI came back and said I had a whole bunch of broken, you know, broken ligaments and or broken toe bones and all that. I was just, man, I didn't think I was that far.
1: I was in pain when you described it just a few minutes ago. Oh my (laughs) gosh. That's like, so what did this do for your racing? Uh,
2: So I sat out the first week that I got that news. Uh, We actually had a plan to go racing that Saturday at Wayne County. I figured everything was going to be all right. And uh, we skipped that week. And then the following week, it was back with the Ohio Valley series. And I was like, man, I don't want to lose this championship. You know, we're this far along and I don't want to just hop out of it. So I, uh, I wrapped it, I kept wrapping it. And then uh, when we'd race, I'd be in a race shoe and then we'd get out of the car, I'd put my boot back on that the doctors gave me. And I was just one of those uh, jumping back and forth and kind of doing that stuff. And some people would ask me, are you racing with a boot on? I said, no, I I said, "I, I promise I'm taking it off. I said, I can't get that thing in the car as it is. So I'd hop back and forth, but it was just, it was one of those things that it was on me. It wasn't by my parents, wasn't by anybody else. It was my decision. You know, I wanted to do it my way and just to see what happened. And I didn't have any pain it, it, you know, the brake pedal rode right on my foot where nothing was broken. So it was really nice for that then.
1: Well, and that's got to be doctor approved, mom approved, everybody approved Then, right?
2: Uh, it was somewhat approved. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it
1: was Tyler approved. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, um, but then after that, yeah, obviously, has it healed up well and everything has been, uh, everything's been all right since then?
2: Yeah, so everything healed back up. Uh, I had about a month later, everything was healed back up for me. Uh, I still have some pain, you know, very often. It's not all the time. It'll be like one morning I wake up and everything will be a little stiff or something like that, but I I get up walking around and everything's back to normal, and I'm actually happy because I used to play basketball and used to run a lot, and I can actually start running a lot. I got a little nine-month dog, and so I can run around and play with him all the time, so I'm at least happy that I can get back up to full speed again.
1: Do you, do you run like races? Is it just exercise? Is it playing around with the dog or do you, do you run like distances?
2: Uh, Just mostly exercise and just running with the dog. I was big in basketball when I used to do it in high school. So that was just, you know, my winter after racing in the winter, it was basketball and it was just running around and doing that stuff. I'm not a big fan of running, but I actually enjoy doing it sometimes.
1: You and me both. I, uh, I had, I started with, uh, I started doing some stuff and now I did last, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did my uh, first 10K. And this is, it's the stupidest thing in the world. Cause if you'd have told me three years ago, I didn't, it's like you said, I don't enjoy running, but I enjoy running. It makes no sense in the world.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and three years ago, I wouldn't have understood it at all. Now I don't understand it, but I get it, I guess is what it boils down to. It's, uh, it's great so what do you um so what do you do for a living what's what's life when you're not racing that race car that family run race car like
2: uh, mostly it's just you know working at aerial corporation down here in mount vernon uh, and, uh, we do natural scene uh, cnc natural gas uh, we deliver it all over the world russia texas you know there's stuff down in mexico it just goes all over the place and you know i'm an assembly worker so i help pre help pre-assemble all the parts that we need for everything and and sometimes I'm out on the floor actually assemble the big compressors before they get ready to ship out.
1: Wow. Neat stuff. That's for sure. And your race team, family run race team, is that where your, your racing bug is it, is it a family thing or were you the first one in the family to race?
2: Uh, so dad did it a little bit when he was a little kid, he used to live uh, back behind Relaine County Speedway and, uh, he would go there and sneak over sometimes because he lived in the trailer park that was right next door and he'd sneak over into it and watch some of the races. And, uh, he started out doing it a little bit, doing street stocks and that stuff there. And then, uh, I came along and he sold the street stock and we bought a couple of go-karts for him and I, and then around age five and six, I really started getting into it and, oh admit I absolutely hated it when I was a little kid cause I didn't want to do anything of it. And then, uh, all of a sudden, dad said how about we just sell it all and i i remember it's dad and mom saying that i cried about it because i didn't want to sell any of it and then ever since it's just been that it's just been nonstop racing for us and i love it i mean obviously as a family-owned team it's cool to do that when you're like it went in the championship as a family-owned team who can really say that and going against some of these bigger guys it's it's definitely putting a lot of challenges on us
1: I love um, what you guys have got there with the. I I really love what Ohio has, and you know, with, with the Attica Fremont, those, those, that sprint series there, the fast series, of course you've got the all-stars around the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association. I just, it, it, it's amazing. It seems like there's there's options for every uh, rung of the financial team size ladder there near, near Ohio.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, and, you have your lower I, I call it a little bit a lower class of running with Ohio Valley. And there's still I mean, there's still five, six guys that could win every night. It's yeah. just it's just how it is. And then, you know, I say Attica and Fremont, that's your that's your tough tough Ohio competition just going up against those guys. And, you know, we ran five years and three oh fives there at Attica Fremont. And I mean, I had to go against Paul Weaver and John Ivey and you know, some of the bigger guys that have been doing this forever and, Uh, I only got two wins out of 305 stuff but it was a huge accomplishment just to be running up front against those guys and battling those guys and even in 410s now it's it's hard to race against those guys you know a lot of times when we go to Attica in a 410 I mean we have to be on our a game right off the bat like it it comes down to qualifying you know you have to if you start deep in a heat race or something like that you got to push it hard as can be and try to find that line and And sometimes, you know, there's not a couple grooves, but you just got to force yourself to do it. And it's it's definitely tough in Ohio. I I definitely think there's a lot of guys that could easily win any night of the week. It's just how it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ohio is so rich. It's amazing. It really, truly is. Well, you picked up two wins this season, Ohio Valley Speedway and I-77 Raceway. And uh, good good start on route to the championship, Tyler. We appreciate you taking some time and congratulations on winning, uh, winning the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association Championship.
2: Thank you, I appreciate
1: it. There we go, Tyler Street, your Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association champion joining us here on our dragging salute to champions.
2: Passion,
0: performance.
2: We
1: are, we are, we are Team Driving. Congratulations again to Tyler Street. What a great young guy! What a great young story. Great story. Great family racer. I love that. Really fun stuff. Good to see them have the success. Tyler Street was the champion. Corey Crabtree was second. Wayne McPeak finished third in the points. Lance Webb was fourth, and Dave Dixon was fifth. Six different drivers won. Corey uh, Corey Crabtree led with five wins. Cole Duncan won four times. Tyler Street had his two wins. Brandon Wimmer had two wins, and Chris Myers had two wins. And Jake Hessen picked up a win as well. So how about that? The Ohio Valley Sprint Guard Association. We appreciate our champion, Tyler Street joining us here. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us on this edition of Wing Nation's Dean. Salute to Champions. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes.